Welcome to DJ BFF! Woo! The Daniel Jason Best Friends Forever podcast. Joined by my better half, Jason Williams. And I'm joined by my other better half, DJ BFF. Daniel, what's up? <laughs> Branding. <laughs> Gotta throw in one more look at the title. <laughs> so, we really fucked up when naming the show because. Why? On the promo image, we put a plus between the D and the J. So mm-hmm. now if you look up our podcast, you have to put the plus. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, have to, I, I put the others in the tags, so I hope that helps. But yeah. <laughs> I think it's it better helps. It's better than what we originally planned this, this show to be. Um, I feel like the dollop was taken, so. <laughs> I don't know. Did you double check? We'll check it some other time. We can always change the name. <laughs> How's it going, man? It's going all right. Just waiting for everything to end. And by that, I mean the pandemic, not the world. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> How's it been going over there? Uh, it's, it's okay, you know. Keeping busy, making comics, doing magic. That's good. I think it's important to stay busy during this kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, when does this go? Oh, cool. So, hey, speaking of magic, I just released a new magic video on August 1st that you can watch right now. It is my favorite card trick. Ooh. Do you know what my favorite card trick is, Jason? Um, no. The world's most interesting card trick. Ooh, really? That's a pretty... It's a pretty prideful name. Do you know why it's called the world's most interesting card trick? No, why? Um, because magicians are narcissists. <laughs> but you can watch that awesome card trick right now in the episode description. I mean, not right now, right now, like, like listen to the show, but maybe yeah. after. <laughs> but we've been doing good, doing good. Um. No seances this year, probably. <laughs> yeah, maybe not this year. <laughs> For multiple reasons. Uh, one of them being we can't get 30 people safely in a tight room. But also, it might be a little fucked to even do a theatrical seance where we talk to dead people while a lot of dead people are being <laughs> being dead a lot. yeah i could see how that would be a little insensitive (laughs) that there's thousands of new dead people we're still gonna have some fun stuff in october we will announce very soon nice so we don't really have dates anymore we kind of just do like a mini plug at the front yeah it's all we can do one day thing will be normal again that's what our life is (laughs) but speaking of pandemic uh we've got a bizarre tale jason yeah that's exciting don't worry it's not anything directly tied to the pandemic Uh, it's not like the dancing plague or anything which (laughs) is a cool story but uh fucking seriously yeah let's save that for another time no like every every single person who owns a podcast who has a podcast was like you know what we should do 
the dancing plague. Oh, really? It happened all at once and like a few weeks apart from each other. Everybody, naturally, everybody would have that idea. <laughs> also, like, no idea is original. I'm sure people have done this way before us, and we'll definitely get to that. But, Jason, like, I've got a bizarre tale, so that means I have to ask you a question. Yes, you do. Lay it on me. When you can eat inside a restaurant again, where is the first place you'd want to go? Hmm... Where's the first place I'll want to go when yeah. I could eat inside a restaurant again? Yeah, like, hey, everything's clear, totally safe. You can go inside this restaurant, have the full experience, hang out, drink, dessert, like that sort of thing. Where's the first place you're going to want to go? Um, maybe a bar, I guess, probably. Yeah, I miss bars. With like a good burger. Oh, I'm making myself hungry. I already hate this bizarre tale. <laughs> For me, uh, depending depends on where I am in life. You know, if if things take off, I'm doing moderately well. I might celebrate with like a Ruth Chris steak. Yeah, oh, yeah, that'd be pretty good. Um. If I'm not doing super well, I will settle for a BJ's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's uh, also good. <laughs> Nothing against BJ's, but grab a pizzuki. You're not exactly reverse seared, butter basted New York strip served with stuffed mushrooms with crab meat. No, that doesn't. I don't think BJ's. Fuck, I'm so back. hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done to us? Uh, that. Uh, well, this this bizarre tale is about food. Well, gotcha. mostly about food. You'll see. Jason, it's 2014. No, it's not. Well, I'm sending you back in time. Whoosh! It's 2014 and you're in the Bay Area. Whoa! I'm back in the Bay Area. You look at your you look at the time and it's lunch. Nice. So you're going through the Rolodex in your head of what you want to eat uh, while also realizing like, hey, I'm in 2014 and I'm from 2020. I feel like I should warn people about a lot of stuff right now, but I'll do that after lunch. <laughs> yeah, I could I could wait. For it's 2014. We need to do something. Our, de- our democracy is dying and Donald Trump is about to be president. Yeah, I'm going to listen to Shake It Off by Taylor Swift and then grab some lunch. <laughs> That's my one political comment, using it up front. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> uh, so you go through the Rolodex. Burgers, nah. Mexican food, mm, you had it yesterday, not really. Or you're even thinking, hey, a decent bowl of ramen? Maybe tomorrow night for dinner. What do you need right now? Pizza. Okay. I could see that happening to me in 2014 after you're some little, time travel. You're a little outside the Bay Area. It's a little more casual, a little more homey. So you open up Yelp, start browsing, and you see this one restaurant, an Italian restaurant, with thousands of one-star reviews. Oh, damn. You're really fucking curious. So you go to the page... 
you see it's all one-star reviews, and you're thinking, oh, man, this must be a shit show. And then you go to the review section, and all of them are positive. What? Things like, oh, the food is good. It's decently priced. It's not just the casual diners. It's locals and even other restaurants praising this one spot. Huh. That doesn't make sense, right? No, it doesn't. That's like weird. Why, if it's loved so much, why does this only have one star? Yeah. Somebody give it a two-star review at least. Well, Jason, this is the story about a man who got into a grudge match with Yelp. <laughs> huh. I believe in him. I don't even know who he is yet, but I believe in him. David Serentini was born in he was born in Italy. <laughs> Even from a young age, he you know he genuinely appreciated the art of cooking. Stuff with home cooked meals with fresh ingredients. Uh, it didn't have to be super complicated, but it could still be delicious. Also, I'm gonna try really hard not to mispronounce anything in this report. <laughs> a bit of Italian. And uh, he was actually on The Daily Show a few years ago. This guy? Yes. Oh, wow. And he, they said, you're not even really Italian. You're like cartoonishly Italian. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I mean no disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he grows up in Italy, deep appreciation of food and in the 90s, he immigrates to America with a single dream. Make pizza. Join Hanson. Nice. You could do it, dude. I know. I know he's not roughly in that age group and also <laughs> not related to the family band Hanson. <laughs> he hey, just wants you gotta to make a dream. He just wants to umbop his way into music and, and restaurant touring. <laughs> no, no, he wants he wants to he wants to join the restaurant game in the states. Oh, that's good too. Yeah, I mean, could work not, on that until he gets a chance to join Hanson. It's it's no umbop, but still. <laughs> By the way, Jason, right yeah. now without looking, name any other Hanson song. Besides, <laughs> uh, I will give you, I, without looking right now, I will give you twenty dollars uh, if you can name any other Hanson song besides Umbop. I've got nothing. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. No, we can't afford a copyright strike. <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh God, I'm stopping. So, it's the '90s. And in the restaurant industry, you need to work your way up from the bottom to the top. Anthony Bourdain uh, has a great, great book where he describes his journey from the bottom to the top of his game. And it's a lot of washing plates and pots. Okay. You move from that to like small, small like cook positions. Uh, maybe if you're lucky, you get like a specialty position, like a like a sauce person i don't know how kitchens work <laughs> you're killing it 
But with years of study, practice, blood, sweat, and tears, and too many knife wounds on your hands, if you're lucky, you will be able to open your first restaurant. Nice. The American dream. And that's what he did. He got a, he got a partner. He opened his first restaurant in the Bay Area. And honestly, it was like a local staple. Oh, really? Nice. Everyone loved it. He knew what he was doing behind the kitchen. Yeah. Well, he was also very active in the community, you know, making long-term friendships with loyal customers. And uh, he was also very snarky. So he would have like a hall of shame at his restaurant. <laughs> nice. And he also had like a monthly like newsletter. Like these are all the stupid questions people ask me at the restaurant. Here you go. <laughs> And yeah, honestly, people loved to eat there. And business was booming. Until the 2008 financial crisis happened. Ah, <laughs> oh, no. Gosh, that ruined everything. I remember the 2008 financial crisis. I used my political comment, so I can't say anything else. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, m- many small business owners, he lost almost everything and he had to sell his restaurant way below what it was worth but it didn't stop him to quote david i thought everything was over then i found this little place in richmond california yeah okay so i'm also i'm not going to do the stereotypical italian accent oh man (laughs) but it is an audio medium so you better believe i'm doing the italian uh, sign language gesture of what's the matter with you? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know, he was he was luckier than most, Jason, because the new space was smaller, but it wasn't too far from the original uh, location. Oh, that's good. So you could still get some of those old customers. Yeah, definitely. So it was like, you know, it wasn't as close as it could be, but a slight drive, and if you know they liked them enough that they're willing to do it, but. Also, he was far enough away from, like, the Bay Bay area. Uh, I don't know what they call it. The Bay Blade? The, the, the Bay, yes, <laughs> the Bay Blade area. <laughs> Silicon Valley, all the disputes are, are solved with a top. <laughs> you don't want to be in that area. Your restaurant might like, get destroyed by a spinning top. <laughs> oh, man, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Like, imagine being an intern who fucks up his coffee and he's just like, cool. Well, I want to let you know that uh, my uh, my golden tigra has a (laughs) high weight class, (laughs) (laughs) which makes it more aggressive with the external blades. So we're going to have to go over there to that weird bowl with stadium seating. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to have to spin our tops. (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry. That was a weird fucking show. (laughs) Yeah, it really was. (laughs) Looking back, I can't believe that was popular. (laughs) Let her rip. So, yeah. He moved away from the Beyblade area. (laughs) Which really cut down on uh, top-related damages, but also meant that he could relax a bit more. Oh, that's good. <laughs> like he didn't have to be like classy, classy. Yeah. So, 2014, Bado Bristo opened, and a war was brewing. 
So full disclosure, I fucking hate Yelp. <laughs> like I do. So you're going to be a little biased in this one. <laughs> yeah, well, I use it still because what the fuck else am I going to do? I understand. Me it's too. really hard to find like other alternatives. Yeah. Sometimes and, I just want to know all the nearest restaurants that are open with a bunch, a couple other filters. Yeah. Well, also, like, I know I have friends who, like, have their own small businesses. And, like, they hate Yelp more than me. Yeah, I can imagine. So if I didn't have friends like that, I'm sure I wouldn't give a shit. But the thing about Yelp is that they make almost all of their money through advertising. Makes sense. Yeah, like Facebook. Facebook's free, but it's not really free because they steal your information and what ads you like and your activity through other sites. So not to make you super paranoid or anything, <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> we see everything you do. I'm not saying you should, uh, you know, be safe and use a VPN, Jeremy. Jeremy, you should definitely use a VPN. It's disgusting. But yeah, so... Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeremy's so fucked right now. Anyway, so <laughs> it's free to put a, your business on Yelp. But, however, this is a huge but, and since it's such a huge but, I cannot lie, the second you make an account, you will be asked to buy ads. Right. So they can't force your hand here and say... If you don't buy ads, we'll delete your page because that's illegal. But what can they do? Rearrange, reprioritize, and even hide or delete positive reviews. Ooh, that sounds mean. It's basically forcing you to buy ads then. Yelp denies doing any of this because to them, they use an algorithm designed to flag and remove fake reviews. Okay. So... Hey, this might be trolling or purposely spiteful, or this is very clearly a friend of the owner being way too nice in this review, and it's really fucking obvious. Yeah. Because, like, cool, the food was affordable, and the place was clean, and also, apparently the owner is really into ska music and has a great band that's performing <laughs> this Thursday at Lucky's. <laughs> Like, that shit doesn't need to be in the Yelp review. Yeah. So the algorithm was designed to take down stuff like that. But it also removes actual positive reviews left by real customers. Naturally. Of course it does. <laughs> and this was their statement on the matter. Uh, reviews that reflect perfectly legitimate experiences are sometimes filtered out by the review filters algorithmic process. We agree this can be frustrating, but it's the high cost we accept to avoid being a laissez-faire review site that people stop using. How professional. That's like the most Silicon Valley thing I've ever fucking heard, though, right? Really? That response? Yep. I just wish <laughs> they used the word synergy somewhere in there. Or innovative. Mm. <laughs> Well, we may be eliminating some positive experiences from you common folk, but the higher class have designed our robots to do their job. Maybe you should do yours instead. <laughs> now, 
my valet Humphrey will escort me out of here where I will take a shit in a homeless person's mouth. Humphrey, bring the Tesla. Yes, master. <laughs> That's not the only shady practice they do, though. Because, yeah, they eliminate, like, good reviews, but also it is very difficult to remove a bad false damaging review gotcha like it's basically impossible so someone could leave a fake review uh and you would have to go through a bunch of channels and there's a chance yelp will just say sorry our hands are tied there's nothing you can do this review is just going to be on your site on your page for now on somebody was like from a rival restaurant or something like that yeah so what can you do you can pin or like flag their con their review as important and then below them add a response to explain your side of what happened but keep in mind people use yelp constantly so you need to be professional about it right because if you just like start calling them out and then people think you're not professional It'll only prove that that person's review was correct. You can't be like, liar, liar. This man's a phony. Yeah. So like. If I don't know what's what's a seemingly like uncontroversial restaurant. Like what's a restaurant everyone loves. Um, Roscoe's chicken and waffles. Yeah, so if you go to a Roscoe's and, like, I don't know, you comment, like, this place sucks. Like, I connected to their Wi-Fi, and then I clicked on all the Pornhub ads that came up. <laughs> and now all my phone, everything on my phone is fucked and stolen. And I need to go through the IRS for identity theft. <laughs> and, like, even then, that chicken was still really fucking dry. One star. <laughs> like, they can't go... First of all, fuck you. We don't even have Wi-Fi. <laughs> Way to click on all the fucking ads on your phone, you dipshit. Also, we looked at who was the general manager of this location, and we apologize for the chicken being a little dry. <laughs> but like that shit. Would, yeah. But if people read that comment and go, mm, I don't like this. I'm not going to go to your restaurant. That was really the only thing you can do with a negative review. Right. And that brings us back to David. After the grand opening of Bado Bristo, Yelp began to call him every single day, multiple times a day, to buy ads. Seriously? Multiple yes. times a day? Multiple times a day. God throughout damn. The, throughout the full business hours. And here's the thing. When he refused, in less than 24 hours, a five-star review would vanish from his page. Whoa. Like, completely. That's suspicious. Again, I'm not going to do the stereotypical Italian accent because, uh, uh, but I am going to do the ASL hand motion for what's the matter with you? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, not ASL, a Ita cartoonishly Italian sign language symbol for what's the matter with you? Um, yeah. I come from Italy and know exactly what mafia extortion looks like. He says, <laughs> <laughs> I can see the hand motion right now. In Yelp was eye. manipulating reviews and hoping I would pay a protection fee. 
I didn't come to America and work for 25 years to be extorted by some idiot in Silicon Valley. Brave. So, what did he do? He wrote himself his own five-star reviews, which is shady. Yeah, that is kind of weird. But he also just really just took the points that from the reviews that got removed and put them into the new review. So it was like replacing shit that got stolen. Okay. And tensions rose. Yelp denied any form of extortion. And in 2014, five-star reviews vanished. And one-star reviews began to be listed at the very top of his page. Can't believe there's a war happening right now between restaurant owner and Yelp. <laughs> Those one-star reviews were from people who never even set foot at my restaurant, said Sarantini. <laughs> One complained about our waiters. We don't even have waiters. <laughs> they don't have waiters. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. Where are they even for like Yelp employees making these reviews? Doesn't matter. They were still having one star reviews plummet all uh surge all the way to the top. So, he had enough. A billion dollar corporation was sabotaging his business. And even worse, his reputation. What happens next is so fucking badass, I have to put on sunglasses as I say it. <laughs> he decided not to give a single fuck about his reputation. He chose to show Yelp that he wasn't afraid and decided to make things worse. Oh. So, the next day, a sign was put up outside his restaurant. Give us a one-star review on Yelp and get 25% off any pizza. Hate what? us on Yelp. <laughs> the hell is he doing? Is he just trying to show he doesn't care about his reviews or something? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. But 25% sounds crazy, right? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Uh, well, don't worry. He decided to make things a lot more reasonable. He increased the discount to 50%. What? <laughs> oh my god, that's awesome. I wish I lived near there. I would totally leave one-star reviews for 50% off of pizza. Literally the following day, his parking lot was full of reporters, <laughs> journalists, restaurant owners, and fans. <laughs> that Friday, he did more business in a single evening than he did in a single month. Oh, nice. Fuck you, Yelp, so that backfired. <laughs> like, he was doing so well, he had to call other restaurants to borrow ingredients for things like seasoning and pizza dough. Whoa, nice. Many people flat out refused the discount, paying full price, and they still left a one-star review. <laughs> what do you think... The number was over a few days. The number of what? Reviews? Number number of reviews. Um, if you had to guess. Uh, in a restaurant, kind of like in a suburb area outside of, uh, you know, outside of the Bay Area. Um. Twenty. Twenty reviews. Yeah. No. 
I'll give you two more guesses. 20. Five. No, a little higher. 30. 30 over reviews. A, over a few days, Bottle Bristo had ranked 23. 100 one star reviews. <laughs> 2300. <laughs> a little higher. <laughs> oh my god. How he did you get that many people in the restaurant? What he the hell? earned the title of the worst reviewed restaurant on Yelp. <laughs> oh my god. I need to go to this place. <laughs> I got thousands and thousands of letters, thousands of emails a day, said Sarantini. People were sending me boxes of chocolate. Cash <laughs> checks. Oh my god, people are sending him money. <laughs> Business owners from all over the country stopped by to thank me and write a bad review. <laughs> That's just <is> so bizarre. <laughs> and uh Yelp, this may shock you, Jason, was not happy. <laughs> Why? Only because he was completely destroying the integrity of their review system? Yeah, <laughs> and they sent and they sent him a strongly worded email, which he responded to that we actually have. I just sent you a picture on Facebook. Ooh, really? So you read the top part, and I'll read the bottom part. Or actually, no. Let me let me read the top part. You read the bottom part. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Mikkel. I'm contacting you from the Yelp user support team because we've received complaints from the community that you may be offering incentives in exchange for reviews. If we learn that this type of behavior has continued, we may take action on your business account, which could include suspending access on your listing. It may also result in a consumer alert being placed under your listing. Regards, Marvin, Yelp support. Hi, Marvin. Um, I'm going to do this without an Italian accent as well. <laughs> um, I'm contacting you from the Bottos user support team because we've received complaints from the community that you may be removing reviews in exchange of vague explanations to loyal customers. If we learn that this type of behavior has continued, we may take action on our business account, which could include suspending all activity to our listing. It may also result in adding a Yelp customer alert page on our website and in our light newsletters. <laughs> Oh, man. What a vamp. <laughs> it wasn't about the discount or the pizza or even the reviews, says David. It was about the general public saying enough is enough. They no longer want it to be surrounded by the Yelpers bullshit. <laughs> Take them on. Take them on. Here's, here's the crazy thing, though. Um... This was just getting started. <laughs> what? <laughs> Businesses across the country put signs that read no Yelpers. Whoa. <laughs> Did someone leave a rude review? Shamed them on social media. There were anti-Yelp websites and even an anti-Yelp Facebook group. Oh, cool. That's crazy. <laughs> to, to restaurant owners, fans, even just locals around the world, Yelp was the mafia. And to them, and Yelp thought they were nothing but conspiracy theorists. <laughs> but 
honestly, this guy's a fucking badass because the whole one-star review on Yelp has made a major mark on his career to the point that it's like crucial in his business identity. I kind of want to eat at this restaurant now. Like, you can actually take cooking classes from him what? on really? his website right now. <laughs> and July and August, the prices are just under $200. Oh, that's not bad. <laughs> For four lessons, too. He's been interviewed by major international news outlets. He was featured on The Daily Show and was in the documentary Billion Dollar Bully, which covers the allegations against Yelp. Nice. Can't believe he made it to The Daily Show. Yeah. Through all this, he's kept a sense of humor. And here are some snippets from the FAQ on his website. FAQ, how is business? By far the most popular question we get. Hard to believe so many people are worried about how we're doing. Or maybe it's just an unfortunate way to start a conversation. Anyway, business is great. Now you can go and find peace. By the way, how is your business? <laughs> you serve pizza by the slice? No. Why? S still no. <laughs> okay, well, do you have ice? No. Why? Because that's the way, uh-huh, uh-huh, we like it. <laughs> and still no. This guy's got a lot of snark. I like it. <laughs> are you really Italian? We are Italians. We do business like Italians. We speak Italian. We cook like Italians. And we will treat you like an Italian. We must be Italians. <laughs> May I ask you a stupid question? We thought you'd never ask. We can't wait to hear it and share it with the public. Monthly, we publish the 10 most stupid questions of the month on our website and in our newsletter that may reach 10,000 loyal customers. Wow, damn. So be careful what you ask. You'll be the village idiot. <laughs> we have no sympathy for stupidity. Nice. <laughs> have you ever heard that the customer is always right? Yes, and we find it hilarious. A business owner who believes that deserves to deal with the monsters he has created. <laughs> we don't belong to that club, but if you do... Bravo. Oh, that's good. <laughs> to me, he's a fucking hero and deserves every one-star review he's ever gotten. <laughs> that is the story of David Serentini and the man with the one-star Yelp grudge. Damn, this man went to war with the juggernaut and he survived. He's my hero. <laughs> Let's all be like What's his name? Sarantini? David Sarantini. Also, I really hope I didn't mispronounce any of the Italian this episode. Because <laughs> he seems to have a very functional knowledge on how mafia-style extortion works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking terrified. Yeah, I was a bit too familiar. <laughs> but yeah, man. What do you think? I think it's awesome. This guy is a badass. And it's such a creative way to deal with that problem, too. Also, it's very interesting. I really want to go to this restaurant. Although, remember when restaurants were open? Oh, and God. You could eat inside of them? I remember restaurants. <laughs> one day, I'll have to go back to one of those things. Hope I can remember how to order from a menu and then have a waiter serve me. I haven't practiced in a while. Maybe I'll practice before when restaurants open again. I should make a website for that. 
Well, if you're going to need to make a website, um, <laughs> we're not sponsored by Squarespace, but I mean, I plug Squarespace so much that they might as well just, just fucking hire me, please. Come on, Squarespace. I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> I really, really, I've got shit to pay for. <laughs> it's a pandemic. Throw us a bone. <laughs> we're not sponsored by Squarespace, but uh squarespace is fucking great and if you're going to use a website i mean sure you can use wix if you support people like yelp what oh man he brought it back around <laughs> but, do you have anything you want to plug uh not at the moment as soon as i finish my project maybe But yeah, all right. Uh, what about you? I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at DHP Gastelum, G A S T E L U M, as in Mary or Mamma Mia. Nice. I hope that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you could also stop by DHP Gastelum. Dot com. Mondays we update with podcasts, Wednesdays and Fridays with comics. You can read my ongoing series, Chaser, a rock and roll car crash, about playing music, drinking whiskey, and fighting your demons. Yeah, that's exciting. It's going to be super cool. If you like what we're doing here, uh, give us a rating and a review on iTunes. It'll help us get found so much easier. And if you really want to help us out, consider sponsoring us on Patreon. You can get early comics early podcasts, discounted merch, uh, Patreon exclusives. We're going to be re-releasing our Italian Spider-Man review very soon. Nice. <laughs> it got flagged what? three times. We tried to upload it. So. <laughs> For what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I figured it out. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, also global pandemic. Make sure your needs are met and you're safe and taken care of. And so are your loved ones. Uh, we appreciate all the patrons helping us out monthly. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening. Go out, go review something. Give an Italian restaurant a one star review. I mean, if as, as long as it's his. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, we should don't just go to a random. <laughs> just don't go to a, a random restaurant. Like, what? <laughs> pa Papa Papa Fristo. <laughs> Why do you have just? A ton of one-star reviews talking about a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> why? We work so hard on our restaurant. <laughs> I don't understand why the people do this. <laughs> All right. Be safe out there. When the review hits your eye and you hell hate Yelp, like I, that's a podcast. Do, 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 do. That's a podcast. <laughs>